0: Moms. I'm one of you, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road school mom and co-founder of Full-Time the premier resource for your families seeking and living the full-time RV lifestyle with kids in tow. If you're a new listener to the broadcast, we're glad you're here and spending some time with us. And we welcome you to listen to some of our past shows where we cover topics like love and loss, intimacy, road schooling challenges, and tons more. You can find all our shows over at iTunes or at our host network, the theultimatehomeschoolradionetwork.com. Tonight and every Sunday night, I'm blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host.
1: Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a homeschooling full-time RV and mama to four kiddos on the road. I'm the creator and author over at Road Trip Teacher, your resource for destination-based uh, curriculum, and we chronicle our travels at Diary of Road Mom, so we'd love to have you follow us over there. We are so excited to be back with you tonight here in the first show of 2017 from wherever in the world you are. I'm so excited to hear your voice, Kimberly. I've missed you the last couple of weeks, so Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year to you, too. It is so good to hear your voice. Our family really enjoyed a wonderful and relaxing holiday, but I really did miss connecting with you and our fellow road school moms through the show and it really does feel great to be back.
1: It does, you know, I don't know if you've done this, but the first week that we were off I was like, Oh, this is nice, we've got a week off and then I don't know, about halfway into the night I was like, Oh gosh, I miss talking to her and I miss chatting with our friends, our other road school moms on the chat window and looking in the Facebook group, I mean, I still check the Facebook group, but there was something kind of, oh, I was just kind of missing, and then by last week, I was like, okay, this is enough of a break for me, I'm ready to get back on the routine, and um, it just proves to me, I know we're 100 plus shows now, but um, still, every Sunday night, it's just, it's a part of my life, and I love to be here on um, with our other road school moms, and talking with you here on the Ultimate Radio Show Network, and it's just part of my weekly dose of fellowship, I guess. I I feel the
0: same exact way. In fact, while we were out, the announcements have been piling up, so I have a couple of announcements for this show um, before we get into tonight's topic, which is our word and message for 2017, which I'm really excited about. I've been dwelling on that since uh, for the past two weeks that we've had off. I'm really excited to share our thoughts about that with you and with our fellow Red School moms and hear what your thoughts are for the new year. But before that, I want to tell you that uh, Full-Time Families has signed on as a sponsor for the RV Entrepreneur Summit. If you tuned in to our show with Heath Paget, then you know that the RV Entrepreneur Podcast is a weekly podcast highlighting successful location-independent business owners. And Heath and Alyssa are, sub- are hosting a summit for people interested in funding their own full-time RV dreams. And as sponsors of this event, we have a special promo code for you if you're interested in attending, which I strongly advise you to do if you do not have a location-independent income stream locked in yet. You can go to therventrepreneur.com and use promo code Fulltimers, that's all one word, for $25 off your ticket price. Pretty cool. And speaking of events, if you've not reserved your spot at the 7th Annual FTF Family Reunion, you should know that space is running out. This week we announced that Jellystone would be sponsoring
1: adult bubble soccer at that event, and we have had droves of families signing up. I am so excited about that, Mary Beth. I know. I'm watching it, and I'm watching the people that are in the Facebook group, you know, asking who's going to come in where and where you're camping before or where you might be going after, and it's um, coming quickly. And, uh, gosh, a month from now we'll already we'll already be there. So that's exciting.
0: Yeah. Actually, we'll already be done. That's how that's how fast it's coming.
1: We you know it's crazy, crazy. You know.
0: Time flies. It sure does. It sure does. In fact, this whole last 2016 really did fly by, too. And uh, you know, 2016 we said it many, many times on the air last year. It was a hard year. <laughs> really it was a hard, hard. year. Hard. We've had um, uh, Frank Schreier passed away from from illness. Um, to passing in three weeks, and um, Road School mom Stacy Schreier, we all endured that alongside with her on social media. Um, uh, I, and we um, lost Ribby last year. If you know, if you were following along, Gretchen and Christina, alone. Um, her daughter, her two-year-old daughter, suffered a tragic drowning accident and passed away. And uh, the Savory's lost a uh, little Carter, and it was just an, a crisp because you know, my family lost my mother-in-law Karen, and then we lost all those ce- celebrities at the very end of the year. It's just, just arduous.
1: You know and it has been. and I'll, I'll have to tell you that um, I was so disheartened. I, you know, there's so many things that happen within our country, and and I, you know, it's not like a crazy time standstill still for the holidays or anything. But I just, I was kind of still in the holiday euphoric period, and You know, this all happened, the tragedy that happened in Fort Lauderdale, you know, not too far from where you are. And um, it just kind of jolted me back, you know. It just, things can happen so quickly. It's just, it's unsettling, I guess is the word I'm looking for.
0: It is unsettling. It does go too fast. And, um, uh, you know, uh, that thing that happened right down the block from me, 25 minutes from me, I, I spent a lot of time in Fort Lauderdale Airport. Um, I lived down in Fort Lauderdale for a long time, and uh, it's amazing how close to home these things hit. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just an uh, unsettling world. And you know, I too was feeling that euphoria. I felt like when when the when the ball dropped on 2017, I felt the weight of the world lifted off my shoulders. I felt this giant mm-hmm. book in a giant page in the book of life turn. Around right? And all this dust went that way with it. And I felt this breath of fresh air come. And I was really, really excited. And I felt lighter and just so hopeful. And I still, for the most part, do feel hopeful. But then, you know, like you said, six days into it, we have uh, another tragedy befall our nation and um, families within our country. And it's, it's so sad. And But, but we must persevere. That, that is our charge. We must persevere. And, um, we must also be the change that we hope to see in the world, uh, every day. And so, um, really excited to share the words and phrases that I've been dwelling on this year. Do you, do you want to go first?
1: I can go first if you want. It kind of leads me into what, um, you know, the last couple of weeks, Oh, you know, I'm not like you if our for our loyal listeners that have been around a long time, and you know how k t and I operate. She's a list maker, she has posting notes everywhere she writes things down, and I don't. I don't write anything down if I did, I'd lose it anyway and um, she's a planner, I'm not a planner so much as uh maybe as she is, and I have kind of thought off and on, you know what's my word, what's my direction gonna be? And it's funny cuz it really fell into my lap on New Year's Day sitting in our um church that we call home when we're in Southwest Florida um and our pastor last Sunday said to me, out loud um, that God gives us peace and as soon as he said that to me out loud not to me but I felt like he was talking to me um I thought oh my goodness that that's it and it's so funny because it, you know, you talk about peace and you think, Oh yeah, you know, everybody wants peace, right? You everybody asks, you know, what do you owe oh, world peace or um or peace on earth. I mean that's something that we mimic, right, during the holidays. I mean you say you don't even really think about what is peace on earth. I mean it's that's really an illusion. There is no such thing as peace on earth. There is no such thing as a world peace. Um And so I decided that my word, my direction for this year, I'm going to keep on my personal compass is going to be peace. Now, again, you might be thinking, you know, like I just said, you know, really, peace? I mean, that's kind of generic, right? It's kind of lame. No, it's not, because I have since that enlightening last Sunday morning have read and researched, and you'll be so proud of me, KT, because I've even taken notes. I've even got post-it notes of my own all over my computer, (laughs) And that's because, yeah, because I really am going to keep my eyes and my heart on, and and for my house, um, not looking for peace. I'm not looking for peace because I think I've been looking for peace my whole life. What I'm talking about is finding peace, and I'm talking about receiving peace. And the funny thing is, I read quite a bit about this this week, and. You know, there's really two sides to peace. There's like a negative side of peace. And that's like, um, you know, well let me let me say this. See see I have trouble with this because I know what I want to say and when I get thoughts like this in my head and you and I've talked about this and this is why I guess you do better because you, you know, write it all out. I know what I want to say but I don't know how to get it out. So there's like a negative side of peace and then there's a positive side of peace. And the positive side of peace really focuses on the absence of trouble, and that's how you get peace. And so what I've come to realize, and what I'm going to try to keep focusing on, is peace as in the gift that God has already given to me and to all of us, really. It's a gift that he's already given, and it's just up to us to receive it. And as I was reading this week, I looked, and, you know, there's so many things, like I know you and I talked about in that one show how many times fear was mentioned in the Bible. You remember that. I think you even had a number at the time. Um, and anything like that, I think, in the Bible that has a point, like when, you know, if, if, if God talks about it, you know, 30, 40, 50 times, then it's probably something he wanted to get through your thick head, right? And he talks about peace in lots of scriptures throughout the Word. And in some places, Jesus actually even refers to it as my peace. And, um, I was reading, I think it was in the book of John, My Peace I Give to You. Um, and then there's that old, oh my goodness, I'm such, I'm such not a very good, uh, scripture memorize, memorization person, but there's the scripture, um, do not let your heart be troubled nor let it be fearful. And that all talks about peace. As a matter of fact, when I was looking for that scripture that was in a reference to the sermon notes from last week, I was interested because at the beginning of that, part of the book of John that's where he says I give you peace okay and then he turns right around and says do not let your heart be troubled nor let it be fearful and so to me I I mean it's just kind of like ding dong it's like I heard the bell ring that you know it was saying that if we hold the promise or receive the gift of peace then we will we will already have the calm and the untroubled hearts, regardless of our external circumstances, and that is what I'm looking for this year, and that's what I'm going to hold close for me and my family is kind of a i don't know maybe I guess you would call it a biblical piece that is not related to my circumstances or our external forces or whatever is coming our way. Um, I'm not seeking that negative side of peace. I'm going to be intent on focusing on The positive, you know, aspect of peace, and I don't know, hopefully a goodness that comes into my life that is untouched by what happens on the outside, and I mean, I don't have rosy glasses on or anything, rainbows and unicorns, I don't think that's going to be, you know, just because I've decided to receive this gift and that everything's going to be rosy, what I say I think is you know, I'm sure there's going to be trials this year and chaos. I mean, there's always chaos in our house. I'm sure there's tribulations coming our way that'll be or they'll seem insurmountable anyway. And that's OK, because I'm going to keep my eyes focused and my heart untroubled, And I'm going to receive this gift that God has given to me, the peace that comes with it. And that's what I'm going to keep in my heart to weather the storm. I really love that,
0: and it's incredibly profound
1: to come at it
0: from the aspect that you are coming at it, as in peace is not something that you actually get, it's something, it's a gift you already have through Jesus. Um, It's right there, there's a wellspring of peace that you can tap into whenever you want to, and what you're telling me is that now this year you're going to be intentional to utilize that peace tool that you already have. You're not going to sit there and wait for peace to come to you. You know that it's in the strength that Jesus gives you. It, you already have it at your disposal, and you're going to utilize it. And I, I just love that.
1: You know, and, again, I'm not – I mean, I, my grandma, we've talked about this too, my grandma, my Aunt Marge, all, they were all those women in my family who could just whip off a scripture at any moment. You know, I was, I'm not that person. I wish I was that person, but I'm not that person um they could whip off all these peace scriptures but the only the only thing that i can really recall in my past that makes me think of this concept is and i can't even remember it that well but i remember this little saying about a butterfly and how if you pursue if you you know the more you pursue this butterfly right the the farther he's going to fly away from where you are but a lot of times if you just stand still it'll come and land on your shoulder and that's kind of how I feel about this whole idea of receiving peace is like you know this has been I think this has been part of the problem this whole time you know however many years it's taken me to figure this out let's not let's not talk about how many years but um, you know I've been in pursuit of this peace right and I mean I, I think I've probably said that back in 2016 probably 150 times I just need peace. I'm just looking for peace. All I want is peace. If you would just leave me, alone, I'm just looking for peace. Well, you know, little did I know, if I would have just stopped and looked for what, you know, for what it really was, like you said, it it was there all along. It was a gift I was already given. I just didn't receive it, and I didn't understand it, and I don't know. I just think it's, I mean, it's kind of like one of those aha moments for me, and I am really excited to see how that form, forms our life, and not just our my life, but my family's life. It's something that I really, really want to focus on with my kids, um, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, how this relates to our road school, but I'm excited about my word. My word last year, I had to really think about my word last year. This year, my word came to me, and that oh, I'm excited about it. So tell me about your word. Do you remember
0: what your word was last year?
1: Because I want to have that conversation, too. Like, did we
0: actually accomplish what we set out last year? Because every year we're always full of, you know, um, all these uh, great ideas and stuff. But do we sustain through the 12 months? So what was your last
1: year's word? Last year's word wasn't an intentional. I mean, didn't we both, weren't we both on the intentional? I didn't even think about looking up my word or even remember. But I remember talking about being intentional and, and that we both, I don't know if we both have the same exact word, but I know that that was both of us came to the same conclusion that we wanted to be intentional. And, you know, I think that I probably done okay. <laughs> but I, 2016 was rough. Let's just say it that way. And I, I'm sure that I was a little off track of being intentional. To
0: be honest.
1: Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Okay, so my word, I have
0: a word and a phrase, and um, my word is surrender. And my phrase goes hand-in-hand with that, and I will be done. And uh, as you mentioned about me, Robeth, I am a list maker and a and note fanatic, and that, you know, is a symptom of my take-charred attitude, how I, you know, address every situation, with I'm the fixer, I'm here to make it happen, I'm here to lead the charge. And um, I don't know how much of... How much of that attitude God will use, but whatever he's going to use, I'm going to give to him because, um, like we said, last year was really, really tough. And um, uh, for our listeners who don't know, last year I went through my salvation experience and that came out of a very tragic episode that I had with my family in which Previous to being saved, I thought, um, I thought I could handle everything. I thought I could take on the world. Uh, if we were just good enough people who, uh, followed our strong moral compass, then we could carry on and, uh, create, um, good, good children who turned into good citizens, who made good choices, and everything would be good. And all of that came to a screeching halt. Um, Linda's tragedy occurred, and I realized very quickly that I was really powerless, that I really could do nothing on my own. And it brought me straight to my knees, and I decided that uh, very many of my road school moms and road school families were incredibly supportive, and very many of them uh led me to Christ, Mary Beth being one of them. Um, Bunny Arnold being another one, the Lundy's being another. We had so many families stand by us and say, The roadmap that you're looking for to raise your family is right here. It's the Bible. Why don't you open it up and read it? And, uh, that was a completely foreign concept to Chris and I. Uh, but we were, we were completely shattered. And so we had no choice but to go up. We just had no choice. And so that, that started our, um, spiritual walk and, uh, the, The transformation in my family is nothing less than miraculous. And through realizing that I can do no things on my own, but through him I can do all things, I've decided that this year is really a year of surrender. Halfway through last year I decided, no, in 2016, it wasn't 2016. Um, I guess this tragedy happened in 2015. Um, In 2016, I decided my word would be light and that I would be a light for Christ, which was, again, a totally foreign concept for me, Um, and felt awkward and uncomfortable, and um, I was really afraid that some of my friends would leave because of this transformation, and I'm happy to report, no, that did not happen at all, even my friends who are um, not believers or, um, atheists or whatever. they're we're still all very good friends and, um, have very good relationships. And so I, I didn't lose anything by letting my light shine. But this year it is all about surrendering. And, uh, that is an interesting concept. I've been really dwelling on what surrender means. Does that mean like lay in bed all day and wait for God to tell me what to do? And I've decided no, <laughs> that's not what that means. <laughs> Uh, It means to wake up in the morning and say a prayer, asking to be filled with the Holy Spirit and dedicating my actions to bringing glory to God. So wherever I have the opportunity to make a difference in God's world, then I'm going to take that opportunity and I'm going to pray that God would lead me into those opportunities. And um, we've been doing that throughout the year as road schooling families. Um, and as location-independent families, we have the unique opportunity to really seek literally where God wants to put us on the planet, like literally. We're not stuck in a 9-to-5 job where we're like, God, what do you want us to do? I have like a 20-mile radius within with which to do it in. We, you know, we can literally sit on the highway or somewhere and pray and say, God, which direction should we go? Literally, wh- where should we go? Where will we do the most good and where will we bring bring glory to you? And um, that is really fascinating to think about. I know there are a lot of families living by faith, literally living by faith from dollar to dollar, from mile to mile, from minute to minute. Um, And what amazing trust to be able to do that. It's awe-inspiring.
1: It is. It is. That's very interesting. I love everything you just said. I'm I'm almost in awe to where I'm speechless. If you want to know the truth, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because the, I mean, the word surrender has the connotation of like kind of losing a battle, right, or giving up. But giving up, yeah. Really it's, yeah. But it's really kind of like you surrender, you know. You, and I think about I just immediately I think about that song, that worship song, "I Surrender All." <laughs> And really, the answer to that is, thy will be done because it is his will ultimately that's that that comes from that surrender, yeah, you know in fact it's really an interesting concept
0: to join in because we um as humans feel we feel so empowered by ourselves, right we feel so righteous in our own power, we must move forward, we must uh lead the charge, we must storm ahead, we must, we must, we must. And to surrender, you know, like you said, might be perceived as giving up, but actually it's even harder to to me to take a back seat and say, Whatever you want to do with me, God, I'm I'm at your disposal.
1: Well I think that's true, because I think um you know and I've you've heard me say this Probably you could go back to one of our first shows and – well, maybe not one of our first shows, but, you know, I'm always saying God's always on time. God's always right on time. You know, he's never late. He's not – he's never early. He's right on time. Um, But that's really profound because it's not – your timing and i think that's where we get lost sometimes because we think okay i've been praying for this and you know i've told you this is you know that i'll you know i'll do what you you know do with me what you will and and i think you're right i think sometimes it's like you know you're you're willing to do that as long as you're in the passenger seat right (laughs) because you still want to have a direction you still want to have a little bit of your own two cents into where you're going but to really surrender like you're talking about and really climb into the back seat and be like, okay, it's your, it's, this is your ride. I'm just along. You just tell me where to go and tell me what, tell me what my job is, and that's true surrender.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. I want to give you a little anecdotal story that happened to us a couple weeks ago, and just how present God is. Like He really does care about little insignificant things. I mean, I've really been focusing on the internal, but he really does care about these tiny little things in our lives. And the more that you take a back seat, like you just mentioned, the more you can become aware of that. So on Christmas Eve, I found in the parking lot, not of a Walmart, of a different store, a $20 Walmart gift card. And I thought to myself, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to use this gift card to bless someone with. That will be so fun. And so after Christmas, um, we sat down as a family, and the kids had some money to tithe, and we had some money to tithe, and we had this $20 gift card. And so we talked about what where our tidings would go and what we would do with this gift card. And we all sat down, and we prayed that God would lead us to who should have this gift card. And off we went to Walmart. And I literally prayed that God would, like, light them up. But God would illuminate who it was. He wanted <laughs> us to get this gift
1: card. To so I'm looking yeah.
0: for people literally in this area. I'm looking for someone with a big, giant light bulb over their head, like maybe a supernatural or maybe they're wearing, like, a lighted pin or a lighted necklace or some kind of, or maybe they're super sparkly because they're in sequins. I don't know. Something lit up. And I'm not seeing anyone. I'm not seeing anyone in but I'm antsy to use this gift card. And so we're standing there in this little clot, the six of us, uh, you know, having this powwow about how we're going to use this gift card, and it's becoming very awkward, and it, it's making actually a scene, like people are, like, looking at us because we're on the other side of the checkouts <laughs> where, where people are walking away, and there we are just sitting there immobilized and chatting. And so finally I just walk up to um, someone who is checking out, and I walk in front of the cashier, and I swipe the card. And she says to me, just give me a second and I'll be with you. I say, no, no, I want to pay for this man's stuff. And he looks at me, puzzled and a little antagonizing, and says, why? And I said, well, I just want to bless you, Merry Christmas, and, and pay for your stuff. Well, the gift card does not work. <laughs> that would <laughs> only have to you. <laughs> and I am sweating bullets now, sweating bullets. Like, this is just so – it's it's awkward and uncomfortable in the first place, but this is really bad. <laughs> like, my plan is going to pot in, in like, seconds. And so I reach into my wallet, and I throw money at the cashier, and I turn around, and I walk out the door. And so Chris says, don't worry. We'll go to another Walmart where they don't know us,
1: <laughs> and we'll do it again. <laughs>
0: So we go to another Walmart, and he goes to the customer service, and they say this is so odd. Yeah, there's definitely twenty dollars on this gift card, but there's something wrong with it. So we'll issue you a new gift card. Okay. okay. Then we go through Walmart, make some purchases, and we're getting we're online to check out. And I look at him, and I go, you know, we got to do this again. And in front of <laughs> us is a woman in a wheelchair cart. You know that that electric yeah. cart thing. And he steps, she's done. She's got $23 worth of stuff. He steps in front of her and in between her and the checkout, and he swipes the card. And she looks up from dealing with her money, and she says, excuse me, can you at least wait till I'm done? And he looks down at her and says, I'm paying for you in a very meek and humble way. He's much better at this than me. I'm paying for you. And the cashier is lit up. Oh, my gosh. She's all like, praise the Lord, this is so amazing, amen, hallelujah. (laughs) This is $23 we're talking about, by the way. So uh, she she looks up again and goes, yeah, right, thanks anyway. And he proceeds Mm -hmm. to continue to pay because it's not just a simple thing right? You got to swipe the card, you got to press this button, you got to do this. It's like not just one simple action. And so then she looks up again and she goes, oh my goodness, you really are paying for me. And he says, I am. Merry Christmas and and be blessed. And she looks down and she goes, you have no idea how badly I needed this. I just lost my husband. You know, this is why the gift card didn't work at the last Walmart. It wasn't the yeah. right person. I was in the driver's seat at the first Walmart.
1: Which is so you, by the way. <laughs> just yeah, mean, totally loud. me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally me. And just knowing that that God uses these little tiny things. This is twenty dollars. Really, no big deal. But He knew who needed it, and He was mm-hmm. He was saying to me, "Calm down, Kimberly.
1: I will connect you. Calm down." Mm-hmm. So, just amazing. I wish I could think of this analogy I heard today, but I don't think I can remember it to to tell it right. But it's it's like that. It's it's about how when you you pray to God, there's four ways that things like that can happen. So you think you know how things are going to come out right, and so you pray for a certain thing, and sometimes He just says no because you know the answer is no. What? Sometimes you pray, and it's like. An assurance okay so you've prayed for something or you 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 know you're going in whatever direction you've got his assurance that you're going the right way or you're doing whatever and that's where you grow right then there's these other instances where you're praying for something or you're going in you know whatever direction and it's slow and I think that's where you were at. <laughs> it's like you're, you know, you're looking for something and you're not getting there. And he didn't say no, um, but he didn't really show you the way. So you really couldn't grow, but you're just really going slow, right? And mm-hmm. finally, you know, when you get out of your own way, get out of his way, actually, you know, and can see what's what. And then there's the whole, you know, you pray for whatever or, you, you're, you know, you're doing whatever you think you need to do. You know, in him, in his name, and you go, and that was the this analogy that I heard today was all about no grow slow and go, and I was kind of, that was another thing for me today. I was like, I was like, I hear the bell ringing there again. I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense, and it really ties in with my whole God's always on time thing because it really is the truth. So just like you said, you know, it's, you, know you you. You haul off and you think, well, I've got this gift card. I'm going to bless this person, and it's all neat and tidy, and then one plus one equals two, and little did you know. There was a plan exactly. already. You just – you weren't following the road map. You had your own shortcut. I did. It's true. It's very true. You know,
0: um, one of the interesting things that you just said about that, is that, we don't we don't know ever know how God's going to answer our prayers. And God promised the Messiah for how many years? Thousands and thousands of years. And, and no one expected him to come in the form of an infant, as he did. And then no one expected him to be crucified and persecuted, as he did. I mean, it, when, when they were praying for a Messiah and when God promised the Messiah, they were praying for, you know, some powerful superhero king that was going to remove them from bondage. And ultimately, that's what Jesus did for us. But no one could have ever seen it coming that way. And so when we pray to God, I do believe he answers prayers diligently and faithfully, as as his word says. But, you know, we are so limited in our capacity for the solutions that we can come up with. Obviously, you know, God always sees the big picture. And so the solutions are a great mystery to us, but still solutions the same.
1: So tell me how this word, your word is surrender and for his will to be done. Tell me how you intend to mold that into your road school for 2017. Have you thought of that yet? Yes, I have been thinking about that. Um, And it's
0: really, really hard because, um, you know, it's hard enough to teach something that you're not sure how you're doing and it's it's almost impossible to teach something that you have to learn through before you can actually teach someone. So really, my first step is going to be modeling that surrender in front of my children and um, what that looks like and and showing them that prayer that I'm going to be saying every morning, you know, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit and use me as you will to bring glory to to your kingdom here on earth. And then pointing out the areas where I would normally charge forward and pointing out the restraint I'm showing by saying I'm not going to do what I normally do in this circumstance would be which would be x instead I'm going to hold back or I'm going to go in a completely different direction because I feel like that's where God is leading me for this situation and just continuing to model that and have that conversation um kind of just like narratively it with the ch- with the kids. Um uh it's uh it's gonna be really interesting. I don't uh possibly what we could do is look into verses about surrender and um maybe a Bible study about surrender and do a family to kind of strengthen that uh-huh. concept also. Do you have any suggestions for yeah. that?
1: I don't know. I like the Bible, the scripture. I think that, um, you know, I think when you're younger, when you're a kid, because I know I can go back and I can think about all the, you know, there are certain scriptures that you can probably remember um, when you were little that were said to you and, you know, the Lord's Prayer, that's something, you know, but I, when you, when you talk about scripture, I think it's hard, even as an adult, I read things and I'm like, what does that mean, you know? And I really like it when – I think that's what I love so much about the church that we have here in southwest Florida is because a lot of the scripture that's talked about throughout the sermon is also talked about very generally, you know, very directly without confusion for me. And I think that's important for our kids. And so when you're trying to explain a concept to them, I think it's really important to have, you know – Relate the scripture that that goes along with it, that they really understand what that means, not just to be able to recite it. I mean, you know, obviously we're both of us are big believers in the memorization thing and and how important that is, but to really understand what you're reciting and what you're talking about and what it really means. So I love the Bible study thing. Um, no, no, that goes. It's funny because that goes to. You know, are you still doing your morning time that we talked about back on our show back in October? Is that something that's still going to be part of your road I'm school not, for this? I'm not, but I think this
0: – I'm not currently, but I think this is the perfect thing to put in there. Actually, so for morning time right now, what we're doing is Jesus is calling the, the children's devotional version. So we read that together mm-hmm. every
1: morning, and then I love, love, we all love go on our way. Yes,
0: yeah, so yeah. Um, I think that this would be the perfect next step.
1: I do too. I think it would be a great add-on to just maybe talk about, you know, surrender and what it is. And that can be really uncomplicated at the beginning. You know, like you said, find some scripture that relates to that. And I'm sure there's a Bible study out there. I can definitely help you with that. And whatever we come up with, let's post it in the show notes for the show. And um I think it would be something that would be really easy to do in morning time. That is something probably best served if talked about together. and um you know, there's probably some. I'm sure there's passages out there. There may be even, you know, possibly something that you could even use as a family read aloud. That would be good.
0: Yeah. So I did a quick Google search, and <laughs> you know, that's my, of course you there. did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with these ylam books, um, Christian Heroes Then and Now. Uh, specifically Elizabeth Elliot Joyful Surrender, so um, that could be a good read-along book. Um, These YLAM books are really great. Um, Christian Heroes then Now series chronicles the true stories of ordinary men and women whose trust in God accomplished extraordinary deeds for his kingdom and glory. So I think that's a great place to start. Thanks for that. So tell
1: me how you're going to
0: bring peace into your road school this year.
1: Well, you know, I've thought a lot about this, and I It's funny because I I just, I don't know, I've done a lot of reflection over the last couple of weeks. And I go back and I think about how, you know, there's big things and little things. God already knows what's going on, right? He knows how things are going to work out. That's why he plants seeds way back before you ever realize what's going to be growing. You know, you have no idea. And I think that this is, he's been planting these seeds for me about peace and all that ever since. Back last fall, and I don't mean to keep harping on this morning time thing, but I'm telling you, it was work it worked for me so well in the beginning and then I really overcomplicated it. I did to myself. <laughs> then we had that really good show with Pam Barnhill back in October and that show kind of smacked me around a little bit, like, Oh my gosh, see you're you're making this more complicated than it needs to be and then of course the holidays came and blah 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 and everything was all jumbled up and now I come back to where I am and I'm looking and I'm like oh my gosh it's all coming together for me now like how I'm I've already got peace in my homeschool I just didn't know how to receive it <laughs> you know instead of going after all of these things that I think I need um, I think you know the formula is already there and on top of that something that I don't think you and I have talked about aside from the morning time thing and the restructuring of it which is what I'm working on in my road school which by the way involves a plan which is crazy because you know I don't plan things um is that nature I mean uh so I ran across are you familiar with the read aloud revival Sarah McKenzie? Was that no name of her tell me all about that podcast oh my goodness so you have to go and check this out just google you know sarah mckenzie read aloud revival whatever i happened upon her had nothing to do with morning time or any of that stuff but i happened upon her podcast or her website actually last summer i subscribed to it that's where i I get a lot of my um, read aloud lists from that i talk about over at road trip teacher um i have even done, uh, we've done a thing around Thanksgiving time, which I know you and I haven't had the time to catch up for weeks, if not months, since way before you went to Italy with your mom. About that time, I ordered these books for Thanksgiving, and we done this whole read-aloud thing in our rig, and we done book reports, and just, I mean, it was really way crazy. Um, but I really got a lot out of it, and I love her read-aloud resources and her book list, and it's just a whole big thing. you got to check it out. Um, but somewhere along the line, I, about maybe a month and a half ago, I read, uh, I seen where she wrote this book called Teaching from Rest. And to be honest, when I, I laughed in my head, teaching from rest, that's hilarious, whatever. Like, the last thing I can think about when I'm teaching in our house is, I mean, the word that comes to my mind is not rest. It comes to my mind, uh, circus, chaos, crazy, loud all kinds of words that come to my mind. Rest is not one of them. Um, but I actually was interested in it just because I am such a fan of hers already and decided to download it on Audible. Well, I downloaded it in November. I even looked at the, uh, looked at this up last night. I downloaded that book in November. When I turned it on last night, I laid down. I had an early evening for once. It was all quiet in the house. The kids were watching some movie. And I decided, hmm, I'm going to check out that book. And I turned it on. I was only on Chapter 2. I guess I haven't listened to very much of that book in the last almost two months. I Mm. listened to the whole rest of the book last night, and it made so much sense to me, Teaching from Rest. It's a book by Sarah McKenzie. If you're not familiar with her, again, check her out over at Read Aloud Revival. In her book, she helps us breathe deeply, focus on our kiddos. They're in front of us kind of like letting go of all the anxiety, which you and I talk about so much. We talk about that all the time with other road school moms. Be gentle with yourself. Let go. Don't be stressing on yourself, you know. And much like receiving peace in your road school is to focus on the real success of your house and of your kids. And and I don't mean success as defined by, you know, how many Boxes we can check off on a schedule this week, or oh, I completed this curriculum, or no, I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real, true success. Well, you know, let your kids receive, you know, kind of like you're, I'm, I'm focusing on receiving this peace from God and that gift, and that's what I want my kids to receive also are all these successes that are already there and all these things that are already there. Um, that are so much more easily achievable when you look at the plan that's already been laid out before us. Instead of being on this, you know, huge journey that we think that we're in the driver's seat for, like you and I just talked about, you know, really just taking a step back and, and teaching from rest and letting it all come to us. And if you haven't read this book, you need to check it out because it really was an eye-opener for me. And the bottom line from all of it is when I went on the big rampage, because, you know, I'm one of those gadget people. If I see something, oh, I've got to check it out. And if I see this new book, I want to, you know, I want to read the preview and whatever. And that's exactly what I did with this book way back in November, right in the middle of all kinds of other things going on. And, you know, God already knew that it wasn't time for me to read it because I wasn't going to pay attention to it. And he was right. And I'm so glad last night is just like all of this plugged together for me you know the whole the sermon last week was peace and the realization i've come to all along and then you know as i was thinking about excuse me my road school over the weekend and really getting back on track for this week and our show tonight and how i was going to tie all that together and when i read those last chapters of that book last night and you know went to bed and said my bedtime prayers i was i was peaceful <laughs> i was like oh, <laughs> there it is
0: That's fantastic. I am so encouraged for what this will mean in your road school house. You know, both of our houses uh, have a tendency to be chaotic as opposed – as a result of both of our frenetic en- energy. We we don't have over 100 shows in the can because you and I are relaxed, for lack like, of like a better word. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. We do all this stuff because we have a lot of frenetic energy, and it rubs up on our children, and um, it, it, co- it comes out sometimes in forms of impatience, displeasure, and discontentment. And um, I'm just so encouraged for what this will mean for you and your family this year. And I would love to challenge you and myself that each week, you and I would share one or two sentences about how we are encouraging our words for the year so that we could be intentional and stay focused for the whole year through. What do you think about that?
1: I love that idea because I think um, that's one thing that you and I can both look back on those hundred plus shows that we've done and anywhere we've made each other accountable or you know even we're, anywhere that we've encouraged each other even if we're not on the same journey or we're not on the same path right you can be on one side of the country and me on another doing completely different things opposite whatever but you know when you have someone there to encourage you and we've got such a great support group with our road school moms that i think that's a that's a great idea to be able to encourage each other and keep each other accountable and I'll encourage you if you're not if you're listening tonight and you're not part of our Road School Moms Facebook group you need to check it out and ask to join it we don't ask you to join it because there's some crazy initiation process or anything there's nothing you have to um, pass to get into the Road School Moms group the reason that group is private is because we want to have a place that we can all go and feel safe in what we say and what we um, say between each other for the good times and the bad times Um, You know, it's a place where we can kind of be ourselves and say what we need to say and and hear what we need to hear from each other. And so that's why it's a private group. So send a a request to join that group and and come join us in there and, and see what we've got to say throughout the week. And let us know how you're doing with your word for the year. And you can ask us about our word for the year and see how we're doing.
0: Speaking of all of that, on the Road School Moms group, um, I wrote out that we were doing this show, and you put up the graphic, and I asked
1: moms to share their
0: words with us, and um, Teresa Houston, um, her word is patience. And so, Teresa, I I suggest that if you can, you listen to the show where we interview um the woman from Orange Rhino give yourself the gift of no more yelling this year. Uh it's like two or three years ago when we took that challenge. Um uh-huh. and one thing that I know was missing back then, when I can now look back on that show and know what was missing. You know, when you pay pray for patience, God gives you opportunities to flex your patient's muscle. He doesn't uh-huh. give you patience. He gives you um drama, and he gives you opportunities uh, where you need to be patient so that you can build up your patience. And really, you shouldn't even rely or, or pray for your own patience. You should pray that God would dispense some of his infinite patience to you to use as a tool, just like your peace that already exists out there. God's patience is already out there, and you need to pray to tap into his patience. Um, and his strength in these situations and also be thankful in all things, right? With supplication and mm-hmm. thanksgiving, bringing your requests known to God. Um, so be thankful for these challenges when, when your children challenge you. Be thankful because if your children came out the way that you expect them to be raised, we wouldn't need parents, right? The reason why we have parents is to mold our children and, um, and be examples for our children. And so these are all ways to have those lines of communication open and uh, be a parent to your children. So when you're looking for peace in your life, uh, patience in your life, I should say, um, uh, you know, when you pray for patience, don't be surprised when you're challenged (laughs) because that's Uh how it works. Uh, Uh Jamie McQuivvy, she was on that. Yeah, Jamie McCliffy was on a show that uh, Sensational Sex Was God's Idea, which uh, was in one of those uh-huh. shows that stayed with me. Um, she Her word is actualization, and uh, I know she's going to be at the rally, so I'm going to make a note to ask her what that means. That seems really intriguing to me. Janice Hyde, her word for the year is hope. And um, Lisa, do you remember? I'm sure you remember Mary Beth. But um do you remember Lisa Troll Bentley? She was the keynote speaker at the ultimate home uh, ultimate radio
1: what in the heck did we call it?
0: The, the ultimate radio was school. the
1: world's greatest Rose school convention. Now come on. Yes, I'm sorry. I know cutting the convention. Yes, the world's greatest road school
0: convention. Lisa Troll Bentley, she is the author of a great series if you're not familiar with this. Um, uh, called um, the Right on Time series about oh, t- amazingly enough and ironically enough two road school twins who go on these ama- amazing adventures from state to state. Well, her word this year is stretch, and she's actually written a whole post on it, in which we'll put in the show notes. I haven't read read that myself, but I'm really excited to hear how she's going to bring her word to fruition that's a great word stretch that feels really good
1: mm-hmm. that's mysterious
0: yeah it is good words good words road school moms if you want to continue to post your words in our group please do so and uh, we can start a conversation and like Mary Beth said for um bringing these words to fruition in our life for the next 12 months um i also want to remind our road school moms that no one, no no, maybe I'm gonna be able to say it. Maybe I'm not. We don't only have a Facebook group. We also have a Road School Mom's Prayer Warriors group that you can tap into when you need prayer support, additional love. Um, it's super easy to get connected to that. You just send your confidential prayer request to RSM Prayers, Red School Mom RSM prayers, plural, at gmail.com, and um, they will treat your requests, as I mentioned, confidentially and um, pray on your behalf, bring your intentions to God for you. So uh, if you need prayer, I strongly encourage you to um, tap into that resource that we have. And um, last year we did a Bible study on community. Uh, This year I think we'll look towards the spring to another Bible study. Maybe we can do one um, that utilizes some of the words that Road School Moms are coming up with this year. That would be interesting.
1: That would be awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to this year. I'm looking forward to the shows that are before us. I know you're working on them some, and I've got um, some some that I'm working on also for our schedule over the next uh, several months, and I'm excited to see you and our other Road School Moms that we're going to encounter in Tallahassee in a few weeks, and I don't know. I'm hopeful, hopeful, and Positive. Positive is a good word. Moving forward.
0: That is a good word. Very good. Why
1: don't you tell them okay. what happens if they give us a review on iTunes? Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned that. So if you're listening to us tonight on a replay, um, thank you. And before you get done, please take a minute to give us a review. Of course, everyone loves five stars and Katie and I love four and five stars also, but our main focus here isn't, you know, to get five stars. Our main focus is to provide the fellowship for other road school moms and the support that you need out here on the road. And so if you have suggestions on how, how we might better fulfill that, please, um, show that, show us to that in the ratings and in your comments. And when you're done with that review, shoot me an email over to info at roadtripteacher.com, and I will be glad to send you the free digital product of your choice from my learning shop at Road Trip Teacher as our gift from KT&I. Perfect. Well,
0: I don't have any other information to share tonight. So um, tonight coming to you from South Florida, I say good night and I look forward to talking to you again next week.
1: Okay, sounds like a wrap to me. I also am coming to you live from Southwest Florida, even though Katie and I are less than 200 miles apart and haven't seen each other yet, but we'll save that for another night. And just mark your calendars and plan to be here with us next Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Ultimate Radio Show Network. Until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your road school mom's on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen.
0: This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more
1: information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.